Hello and welcome to the Tipsy Knits podcast with Sia and Pip. Hi. We're a podcast where we basically chat everything yarny and amazing knitty stuff and we occasionally get a little bit tipsy along the way. Yes. Whether you're a new or returning viewer, we are really happy that you've chosen to spend some time with us today. So, let's get on with the show. So, today we are drinking Samuel Smith's Winter Welcome Ale. Yep, we are feeling a bit festive, and this is one from my home county. Yeah, so um, husband and I were down in England recently, and it was a long drive, so we were stopping at the T-Bay services, which, by the way, are the best services ever, also known as Westmoreland, and they're so good. They've got a farm shop, they're amazing, I'd highly recommend, they're the best place to stop. And while I was in the farm shop on the way home, I was like, hmm, they've got loads of wine and they've got loads of beer and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And they had loads of like Christmas beers. I was looking at most of them. Almost all of them had cinnamon in, which Sia can't have. Yeah. So I was looking and I found this one. Doesn't have cinnamon in it. Woohoo! And it's Samuel Smith's Winter Welcome Ale. Mm-hmm. And on the back of this, it says, this mm-hmm. seasonal beer is a limited edition brewed for the short days and long nights of winter. The full body resulting from fermentation in stone Yorkshire squares and the luxurious malt character, which will appeal to a broad range of drinkers, is balanced against whole-dried fuggle and golden hops with nuances and complexities that should be contemplated before an open fire. And it has a picture of these amazing horses running through the snow, saying that Samuel Smith's shire horses in the snow, the horses are used to take out deliveries five days a week. So, yeah. It's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And quite looking forward to trying this because I don't really drink beer, yeah, but it me looks either. amazing. One thing I will say: the label is terrible. <laughs> it is bright purple. It's got orange on it. It's got green on it. It looks like it belongs in Halloween in the seventies. Yes, yeah, so it's bright purple. It's got silver, red, white, green, gold, blue, yellow, orange. I kind of like it, but it looks a little bit like the old, old circus posters. Yeah. I mean, I was watching The Apprentice last night, so of course I'm going to be judgmental about PR and marketing and labels and stuff, but when you compare it to labels of indie brewers and stuff up here particularly, it just looks a little bit busy. Yeah, it's a bit busy. It's gone for the very traditional. Very traditional with... Halloween throwing up on top of it. <laughs> it's gone for the very traditional rather than the strangely abstract. Yeah. But, you know, it smells good. Yeah, it, it tastes smell good. It, it looks like it's going to taste okay. good. It is bright gold. Yeah, it is a beautiful colour. Yeah. I think I actually want to wear this. It smells amazing. Okay, let's try it. Yeah. Mm. That's not bad. I don't think I could drink a lot of that. Mm. But it's quite pleasant. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I wouldn't be able to drink a whole one simply because I don't drink beer. But that certainly not made me go, Bleh. It's got a very strange aftertaste that feels wintry, but I can't mm. explain why it feels wintry. It's very bitter. Mm. It definitely is a winter beer, mm. but there's no they haven't put any spices or anything in it like the other ones. Yeah. Mm. It's quite nice. It's not... It doesn't, like, punch you with flavour either, which is quite yeah. nice. Because I find sometimes some beers are just like, boom, hops, and that's all we're going to give you. Ugh. Yeah, it's not too... It's not overly, yeah. like, massively hoppy or anything. That's quite nice. I yeah. could I could probably nurse a half mm. glass of that. Yeah. 
you know, definitely in front of a fire, as it says. Definitely. On a on a, a long, dark, cold winter's night, mm-hmm. of which we've been having many here in Glasgow. Yep. Winter is officially here. Mm-hmm. I finish work at half four and it's already dark by yeah. the time I leave the office. It's very upsetting. Agreed. But all the best for knitwear. Yep. We are not going to get too festive on you guys just yet. Whilst I am thrilled that every single shop on Buchanan Street is playing a song which has the lyrics Hurry Up Santa, mm. ad flipping nausea. Mm-hmm. That's great. Not going to inflict that on you guys. <laughs> Although I, I was tweeting about how I was feeling very festive this morning, yeah, but I understand that 1st of December is when it becomes yes. actually acceptable. But in terms of our knitwear, yep. should we start with On The Needles? Yeah, why not? I have nothing. You have nothing? I have nothing on the needles. I literally cast off this morning and I have nothing <sighs> nothing on the needles. I will soon have something on the needles mm-hmm. because this evening I'm going to be casting on either a pair of socks or a pair of uh-huh. mittens. It really depends which one. It really depends on whether or not I feel up to doing toes this mor- like this evening. But That's fair. I will have a project on the needles by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, I have nothing. That is ridiculous, Pip. Ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> in comparison to Pip, I have, as I've written in our notebook, everything on Ooh. the needles. So I am currently working on a Zazie cowl, which is by Anna Maltz, and it's from the summer birthday issue of Pom Pom Mag. Mm-hmm. So uh, issue 22, the fifth anniversary one. Mm-hmm. And it's a colourwork cowl and it's Marlisle. Yeah. Which I cannot say in my accent. I'm sorry, guys. Marlisle. Yeah. It doesn't sound right. Okay. It doesn't sound right, does it? No matter who says it. Marlisle. It, Fair right. It's kind of like Marlisle. Carlisle, but Marlisle. Mm. I don't like it. Anyway, you're doing like this mild effect with your colourwork, basically. Uh, it creates this funky, funky zigzag. And I'm loving it. And I'm doing it for our Bud's Cal. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Bud's Cal. And I'm using some of the Neighbourhood Sheep Society yarn from Ginger Twist Studio from mm-hmm. last year. Because I decided that I wanted to use it because it's really super soft and nice. It's the alpaca blend. Ooh. And then I'm then using some Woolly Knits Aran, which is just a plain cream one. And then uh, I had a bowl of Drops Alaska, mm-hmm. and I lost big time at Yarn Chicken. Oh. I basically need about 10 yards, if that. No. And I'm going to have to buy another flipping bowl of it. No. Which kind of defeats the point of de-stashing for the Bud's Cal. Yeah. So, mildly annoyed, but that's going to be a present for one of Phil's cousins. It looks really cool. Thank you. I'm quite pleased with that, actually. Technically, I meant to do it in two colours, but I've been doing it in three just to get like the extra stash busting yeah. kick done. Then I'm currently sitting here knitting on a brioche cowl, which I'm just basically making up from scratch. And because I can't be bothered to do any purling, rather than doing a round of brioche knit and then brioche purl, I'm just doing brioche knit all the way around. It looks really Thank interesting. You. So it's not reversible in the slightest, but the reverse of it does look quite funky and textured. Yeah, the texture on the back is really interesting. It's almost yeah. a bit seed stitchy, but yeah. like it's like a mesh seed stitch type yeah. thing. It looks really interesting. And I'm doing that in two very, very, very old balls of Drops Andes that 
are so old that I didn't even include them in my stash. Wow. Yeah. Deep stash diving. Yeah, this is really deep stash. They were in the bottom of a box when we moved flat. And I figured, you know what, it's a good time to use them up. And chunky cow, little fly off the needles. Yeah. And it's drop sandies, and that is fluffy as. Mm-hmm. So can't go wrong there. So that's on the needles. And then, yes, the kipper socks are still on the needles. Yes, the rose gold shawl is still on the needles. No, I don't know where they are. (laughs) (laughs) But that's future me's problem. Yes. (laughs) Long-suffering future me will have to deal with them at some point. Mm -hmm. So that's what I have on the needles. Nice. (laughs) So off the needles. Pip, what have you got off the needles? You've been prolific again this month well that's because my systems at work keep breaking so i keep getting two to three hours worth of knitting done at work every day so so thoughtful of them like yeah (laughs) so i finished building blocks yes and it looks beautiful i really love it i powered through the last section simply because i was Mm. like i need this off the needles now and then the cast off took forever but i just sat down with an episode of critical role Mm mm-hmm I think it might have potentially actually taken me two episodes of Critical Role, just knitting the end, and I was like, just done, done. So I'd need to block it, but, I mean, it's wearable as it is at the moment, Uh, but I love it so much. I love it. It's so amazing, and it's huge. So it's good for just wrapping around yourself when it's cold outside, and Mm -hmm. that's all done in Rusty Ferret Doll, four different Rusty Ferret Doll colorways, and the pattern is, of course, by Stephen West. Mm Mm-hmm. I have cast off three Budscal items. Three. Three guys. Crazy. They're all small. Crazy. Uh, the first is a pair of Scovter mitts by the lovely Carrie Westerman. Mm-hmm. And that's done in Rowan Lima that I bought years ago with some vouchers I got from work. And they are so soft. I was really disappointed to find out that Rowan Lima has since been discontinued. Has it? Yeah. Really? I'm really sad because I've got a couple of items done with them and they're so soft and fluffy and cloud-like and amazing. But the mittens I knit in the car up and down those long drives in England Mm -hmm. and they, you know, helped me to take my mind off for the reasons we were down there. I also have knit a worm hat which is by Katushika on Ravelry. And I knit that in some Ginger Twist Studio Sturdy Splendor Sport, which is lush. It's mm-hmm. got silk in it and it's nice. really shiny and beautiful. And it's in the Pegasus colorway. Which is the best colorway. Yeah, it's like cobalt blue with pink. pink. Yeah. And I used exactly half the skein. So if I was careful, I might be able to get a second one out of it. Or you could do a cowl, matching cowl. Or I could do a matching cowl, or I could maybe do some mittens. Matching set, matching yeah. set, matching set. And then this morning, I cast off a super quick chunky cowl, which was my own design. Basically cast on a multiple of four mm-hmm. and then did a kind of stripe thing. I can put up a pattern if anyone wants it. It's super simple. But it's in Mirasol Yarn Miski. And it's super soft and warm and amazing and I got the yarn in a swap or a secret Santa like Mm. a couple of years ago at least and it's just super snuggly and I basically festive yeah I basically knit till I didn't have any yarn left and it was it's like this lava red this kind of gold and this kind Mm. of dark green so it's quite festive it's quite autumnal very wintry yeah 
and I love it and it's going to be perfect for when I go to the Christmas market later because it's cold outside <laughs> that's fair so that that is that my four FOs which surprised yeah. me to be honest I just but. can't believe you cast off before we were recording it's just bonkers <laughs> bonkers right in terms of what I've cast off I have not been as successful as Pip I have only one FO and that is my uber biased scarf which is a pattern by Suzanne Sommers mm-hmm. uh, so, so Knits, I think she is on uh, Instagram and possibly Rav and it's a long scarf with brioche panels and it's got sort of ribbed sections and garter sections and stripes and stuff you got through it fairly quickly I did, that's because I kind of cheated and I didn't cast on as many stitches because it was a scarf of Phil and he didn't want it as blanket like as it was mm-hmm. on the picture so I cut off a repeat I think because she put in instructions on how to do that and basically I just knit until I got fed up <laughs> which actually was yeah I got fed up quite quickly actually I think because it wasn't for me mm-hmm. <laughs> and I wanted it to be perfect for Phil so yeah it's a good pattern it's just maybe not one to knit when you're not in a knitting headspace if that makes sense mm-hmm. That and I think, to be honest, I was still feeling a bit fed up off the What the Fade mystery cal. Mm-hmm. However, what I would say is the yarn that I used, so I used some Queen of Pearls Citadel sock, which was a 50 gram skein, lovely to knit with. Mm-hmm. I had some Rusty Ferret doll in there, mm-hmm. naturally, lovely to knit with. There's then some Fleece Maiden, which was in the special Canada 150 colorway, which Phil chose himself, which was a real dream to knit with. It was a merino single yarn so fluffy beautiful stitch definition and then the fourth yarn i used was the caledonia dye works sock yarn the self-striping one and it is so nice to knit with it glides through your fingers and the texture on it is quite i don't want to say strange strange isn't the right word but it's not got the shiny texture that some merino nylon yarns have Mm -hmm. so it's almost a matte texture but it just glides and flows through your fingers and oh my god the texture of it when it's knit up is beautiful you're making me excited it's so soft i have not enjoyed knitting with a new merino nylon yarn in so long Mm -hmm. and i i'm a convert it is lovely it's so nice to knit with well that's made my mind up for what i'm going to cast on later then because the socks are going to be with that yarn oh there we go then so uh yeah the text it's just it was an absolute treat to knit with awesome yeah and the way the stripes come out obviously i wasn't doing it in the round in socks but the way it's worked in the brioche and that yes <laughs> so very very pleased with that and i got it finished in time for phil to go wear it to vimy ridge because mm-hmm. he went across for the centennial this year mm-hmm. so that was quite good yeah so yep boyfriend scarf done Woohoo! and that's all i finished <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of knitting on that so you yes. should be proud that you finished Thank that you. Uh, it's a bit of a marathon, isn't it? It was. <laughs> but, yeah, that's that done now. And I couldn't include that in my Bud's Cal knitting. Mm-hmm. However, future projects will be included. Yes. And that kind of brings us quite nicely onto our general Bud's Cal chatter section of this episode. Yeah. Yep. We are absolutely thrilled to see so many of you guys have already joined in, cast on, or at the very least started stash diving. Yeah, and if you haven't, come and join us. Yes. You can join us at any point. Mm-hmm. There are prizes to win, so, you know, get in there. 
and we're running until 7th of January 7th of January so you've got plenty of time I mean there are garments being done there are small projects we will take Mm -hmm. pretty much anything as long as you cast it on within the time frame and that you're using stash yarn yes so anything you know that's that's warm yep is good come on in um you there are some awesome prizes yeah we are really sad that we have to give those prizes away yeah we have got some (laughs) yummy mini skeins from caledonia dye works yeah the lovely aforementioned caledonia dye works Mm -hmm. we have got a project bag from little bee accessories yep we've got a ninja pop from dye ninja a little mini skein and we've also got a progress Progress keeper keeper from Ovis yarns yep so get on in there and win yourself some prizes yes as we said all you need to do is make something that can keep someone bundled up mm-hmm. and do it via your d-stash yes so love a good acronym aileen Wilbish baby she has already finished her cowl and it is yummy looking i love those oh, colors it looks so good and the colors kind of spiral yep. round yes uh sadie has cast sadie on Lou. a cardi which is like flying off her needles it looks yep, like some lovely ripples craft yarn yes it's gorgeous there. Moiré Knit 2 has got a Strucker on the go in Icelandic yarn. Nice. Can't wait to see that. Yes. Ro Robot, Rona, she's doing a real chat and we've been seeing the progress on Instagram. Yes. So looking forward to seeing that when it's finished. Heather has an Akai hat yep. from the tea collection on the go. And that looks super gorgeous. It's in a beautiful yarn. And I know that Miriamie had been stash diving yep. for potentially some socks because she doesn't necessarily come from the coolest place in the world. So socks are yeah. fine. Yeah. Socks keep your feet warm. They yeah. can't. It's all good. Yeah. So it's so nice to see so much activity. Keep us posted with all your pictures. Yeah. I said, if you haven't yet, come on in and join in. Yep. And also just come say hi to us in the Rav thread. Yeah. And we're also probably going to be starting a thread like a i guess stash dating so if you want to you can post a link to your stash or even particular yarns and other people if you want can suggest patterns that might work with that yarn yeah so if you maybe have some stash you don't know what to do with it you can pop it in that thread and if anyone has suggestions for what might work that might get some of your creative ideas going yep Basically, it's an excuse for us to all unleash our inner Scylla Black. Yes. <laughs> Tonight, you're going on a date with this pattern. Mm-hmm. What's your stash and where's it come from? <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible accent, I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I know I certainly have stuff in my stash and I look at it and I'm like, you're really pretty, but I have no yes. idea what to knit with you. Yeah. So if we put all of a knitter's heads together, mm-hmm. I'm sure we can come up with some excellent suggestions. Yes. Oh my god, we should totally make a theme tune. Oh my god. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. We are re- we're really mature this morning. Yeah, super mature. Oh, well, it's not morning anymore, so it's fine. Oh, it's fine. This afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> we are all about stash appreciation this year, mm-hmm. and yeah, if we can come up with more ways to help appreciate our stashes. Yeah, so it's better because, as many other podcasters have said, ourselves included, you should not feel guilty about your stash. Nope. You should not have to hide it. Nope. That's pretty much it, really, isn't it? Yeah. You should be proud of it. Yeah, be proud of it. It brings you joy. It brings you joy. I mean, unless you're literally, like, spending your entire paycheck every month on yarn, but, you know, this whole, oh, I have to hide it from my husband. You know what? 
your husband should be supportive of your hobbies. If you're not causing yourself any problems by buying yarn, be proud of it. Yeah, and I mean, everything's got, like, for me, lots of stash like, hooked up to memories. Yeah, definitely, a lot you know. of it. Yeah, and it just brings me joy to look at it and yeah. to squish it and everything. It makes me happy. And you know what? Things that don't bring me joy are whack lumpers for sale or trade. Yeah. Or I gift them away. Yeah. Because they can make someone else happy. Yeah. So, speaking of stash dating and also socks. Yes. The lovely Pixel Atlantis, also known as Rosie. Lovely Rosie. She has released a pattern. Yep. It is a beautiful sock pattern. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's done it in her gorgeous yarn. Yes. And I believe they are the Christmas at Hogwarts socks. Yes. And they look really nice. Yes. Like, it might even convert me to patterned socks. Because, you know, I'm a vanilla sock person. But... These are lush. They are gorgeous and very tempting. So you should go check them out. Yes, and also check out Rosie's Yarn. Yes. Yes. And her podcast. Yeah, that too. I think the socks that... I think the ones that you can see on Rav, they're done in her Luna colourway, so it's another Harry Mm -hmm. Potter-inspired. That colourway. Oh, my God. So nice. Yes. So go check them out, guys. And also, mm-hmm. you can also check out Nitty Magazine's Patreon page. So, for those of you who don't know who Nitty are, they... Where have you been? Yeah, well, yeah. They release four magazines um, a year. Online. Online. Completely free. Mm-hmm. And they are one of the best resources online for techniques, for tutorials... For all kinds of stuff. I know every single time I have to try and remember Jenny's super stretchy cast off, Mm. I go to the Nitty article. Every single time I need to remember how to do sewn cast off, I go to the Nitty article. Every time I need to remember to do a different kind of cast on, they are fantastic and we want to keep Nitty going. They're at, what, 15 years now? Something like that? that 2002, 2003, something like that. And supporting them at patreon Mm -hmm. is fantastic you can do it from as little as one dollar per issue so that's four dollars a year that's essentially what a coffee that's a steal that's what that is and that helps keep that magazine that online magazine going Mm -hmm. they're an incredible resource they're unlike any other knitting publication they're a bit wild they're a bit wacky and they're fantastic and if you want to keep seeing things like that online definitely check out their patreon page Mm -hmm. and see if you can help i am signed up as a patron Mm -hmm. and depending on what level you want to support them at you can range from a thank you right up to patches to stickers to swag to early access to the magazine i mean there are some really awesome rewards so go and check them out i know they've got a goal they're trying to hit a certain number of patrons yes. by Christmas. So go and check check it out. And if you can, they're fantastic. It's yes. just a payment four times a year, the same way you would subscribe to any other magazine. Mm-hmm. And they're totally worth it. So go check them out. Yes. And speaking of an amazing crowdsourcing project, <gasps> This Thing of Paper by Carrie Westerman is out soon. Oh my goodness, so I'm so excited. All of us who've backed the Kickstarter, I believe, will be 
be hopefully getting our hands on copies soon. Yes. And I think Carrie's also planning on doing digital downloads. Yes, it will be available as an ebook because demand is so high. Because it's so amazing. Yes. The pattern previews are all up, I believe. They're all up on, on the website. website. Oh, and, oh, oh they are beautiful. The yarn combos and things. Mm, I have already been combing through my stash. Yep. And I am ready to cast on a couple at least. I cannot wait. There yes. is a launch party at Kathy's Knits yep. on the 30th of November. Thursday the 30th mm-hmm. of November. So you can go to the launch party. It'll be very exciting. Yep. And I think there's one in London as well for Baxdown South. Yes, but I'm not sure exactly when the dates for that one are. But check out the website. It'll all be there. Yep. All the info that you need. It's all on Carrie's website. We'll put a link in the show notes. Yes. Uh, but huge, huge, huge congratulations to Carrie. Yes. Huge. And that's definitely one of our things to look forward to. Yes. Of which we have a couple more. Yep. So on the 9th of December, mm-hmm. from 12 until 5, Queen of Pearls is hosting Warm and Working. Yep. Annual Warm and Working. Yes. Don't forget to use that as a hashtag on social media. Hashtag Warm and Working. So, it's a great cause. Yep. There's going to be other people there. Yep. Um, for those of you that aren't aware, it's a campaign that Zoe has been running in association with the Glasgow Big Issue office mm-hmm. for the past couple of years. Knitters are invited to knit items to help keep our vendors hashtag warm and working this mm-hmm. winter. The Big Issue vendors do obviously work very hard, rain or shine. Yep. And indeed standing in freezing cold snow and ice and bitter winds and things. So, you know... Having a wee hat or some fingerless mitts goes a long way. Yeah. And obviously, Zoe also hosts the actual day event. Mm-hmm. So that includes lots of amazing vendors coming across. And there's usually some mulled wine, mulled juice, lots of festive treats. Yes. Sia so, will be there this year. Yep. I am trying to wrangle my, my way through. However... I have been put on shift at work and it's looking (sighs) unlikely that I'll be able to get there. But if I can, I will. If not, Mm. I want to see lots on Instagram so that on my lunch and my Mm. break, I can sit and scroll through and feel very sad that I'm not there. (laughs) We could start an online campaign to get you there. It could be like hashtag free pip. (laughs) Do you know what? We can tweet your boss. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) I'm not even sure my bosses know what Twitter is Uh. and... uh, I'm not sure that the company would be very happy if we got that uh, if we got that one going. Um, I might be a little <laughs> bit detrimental to my future yarn purchasing uh, abilities, <laughs> but you know, about. we'll we'll see. Um, I'm I, I'm seeing I'm trying to see if I can get a shift swap. Um, a holiday is not going to happen because we're so over we're so understaffed already, mm. but. We'll see. We'll see what I can do, even if I manage to get in for the last hour or so, if I can slide my shift or something like that. We'll yeah, see what I can do. Good. But see, I will definitely yes, be there. I'll be there. Look forward to seeing as many of you guys there as possible. Mm-hmm. And she's going to squish lots of yarn on my behalf. Absolutely. And get lots of hugs on my behalf, I'm guessing. Lots of hugs, lots of selfies. Yeah. You know, hopefully you guys can bring along any projects that you're working on for the Buds Cow. Ooh, yes. As well, because obviously we get to sit and knit as well. Mm-hmm. So that'd be good. Yes. So roll on 9th of December, I say. Can't wait. Cannot wait. And other exciting news. Yep. We did chat a little bit about Edinburgh Yarn Festival last episode. We did. The vendor list has now been released. 
Yes. OMG. It looks amazing. Yeah. I printed out the list and clicked okay. on every website and looked at many places. Yeah. Not only are we super lucky in getting Jamesons mm-hmm. of Shetland hair this year like they were last year, mm-hmm. we're also getting Jameson and Smith. Nice. That's so going to be amazing. excited. So Pip's going to be in Shetland heaven. Yep. I already know I want to get some Shetland heritage from Fair. JNS. Got your standard John Arbin. Yeah. You know, you've got Blacker Yarns. There's also going to be Daughter of a Shepherd back this year. Yeah. Die Ninja back again. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Easy Knits. Yep. Rusty Ferret. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ripple's Craft. Ginger Twist. Yeah. Travel Knitter. Queen of Pearls. So good. So uh, many amazing yep. vendors. There's some some new ones that I haven't yep. been to before. So I'm looking forward to Prado de Lana. Yeah. Where like a single farm yarn it looks like. Yep. Fee Phil. Who have these amazing mm. gradient yarns. Uh-huh. Ching Fiber are going to be there. Yeah. Which I cannot wait. Layla, you do some beautiful, beautiful yarns. And I cannot wait mm-hmm. to come over and smush them all and add some to my stash. I uh, you know that Mothy and Squid are going to be yes. there for the first time. Very As exciting. As Cosmic Strings. Yes. I haven't knit with my skein that I got from them at Perth Festival of Yarn yet. But, oh, I can't wait. They oh. do such beautiful colours. Such beautiful schemes. Their Instagram is just oh, stuff of dreams. Shetland Handspun are going to be there, which I'm quite interested Uh in. Looks like Stephen and Penelope are going to be back. Yep, exciting. Who else have we got? We've got TJ Frog and our lovely Dorset Buttons. We've got Walcott Yarns. Yeah, which they were there last year, but they didn't have their colours out, and Mm -hmm. they were also at Perth Festival of Yarn where I picked some up. Woolen Flower. Yes, love woolen flower. Her amazing project bags and beautiful hand dyed yarns, yes. naturally dyed yarns. Yes. Who else have we got? We've got Skin Queen, Queen. Mm, Tilly Flop Designs gonna be there. Yep. La Bienne Mea back. Mm-hmm. Wool Kitchen. Yep. Um, Wendy's yarn balls, and I think she's retiring soon. Oh, so okay. this might be her last EYF. So if you want a yarn ball, of which I have two. Because mm-hmm. they are phenomenal, they are beautiful. I would highly recommend getting in there because yeah. you might not be able to get them for all that much longer. Uh, Loop London are back, and I'm hoping they'll have some of their Viola yarn with them. Because mm-hmm. again, I follow her on Instagram, and her yarn is delicious, and I want it, but it's just difficult to get hold of in the UK. Garthenor. Garthenor. Breed yarns. Yes, bring it on. Yep. Hey Mama Wolf, I believe they're a new one. Mm hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen them before. They've got quite kind of like earthy and kind of. Mm-hmm muted colour yep. looks nice Volmizer are going to be there this mm-hmm. year because la- they weren't there last year but the year before, year before their stall yes. was packed yes who else there's so many there's so many there's I can't so even many. describe Knitting Goddess Bienny Me Little Grey Girl mm-hmm. Little Grey Sheep Knit With Attitude mm-hmm. Martin's Lab who you couldn't even get to his stall last year Yes, you, you actually that. physically yeah. couldn't get there so this will be exciting. So, yeah, as you can tell, there are loads of mm-hmm. amazing, amazing vendors. Yep. Super excited. Another thing I'm looking forward to, which mm-hmm. I mentioned Garth and there and Bree yes. Jones. I was listening to the new episode of Knit British this morning. And mm-hmm. she has announced that as of 2018, every month, they're going to be, it's going to be essentially like a, a breed, a breed yarn tasting 
type thing going on where Fantastic. we all net swatches of the same breed and we can all compare mm. notes and things. Mm, I wonder who who's sitting here could possibly have a great big stash of breed yarns. Mm, mm. Yeah. So if any of you are interested in starting to learn about British breed yarn, mm-hmm. go check it out yes, at the definitely. British website. There'll be details in the show notes and yes. also the Ravelry group. And it's all very exciting. I'm very looking forward to it. Yes. Especially because I've been looking at my breed sash going, I really need to knit some more swatches. Mm. I really do. It is a while yeah, since really you've do. done some breed stuff, actually. Yeah, so I am really, really looking forward to that. Especially because... Uh-huh in I think March it's going to be Rylands and I met oh. Rylands I actually physically met some oh, Rylands you did. at my mother-in-law's house mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's they're just so fluffy and adorable <laughs> <laughs> so I'm quite looking nice. forward to seeing how their yarn actually knits up yeah. and you got some really yummy stuff at Edinburgh Yarn Fest last year well this yes. year didn't you yes I um, did. I got some amazing Shetland and then a few different breeds as well from Garth yeah. and Orr. So, yeah, it's going to be good. I'm going to be doing lots of swatches, hopefully. They'll be mm-hmm. good to do at work because they're yep. quite mindless. So I'm looking forward uh-huh. to that. And I might even uh, do... So t- tin can knits have like a, a bunting pattern that you can oh, use to do swatches. Yes. I might even make myself some breed bunting. Oh, that'd be lovely. I like and, the sound of that. Yeah, and I can hang that up in my lovely office. Yes. And hang it from my calat that's full of yarn. Mm, I like the sound of that. Yeah. We'll never we never know. We'll see. We'll see mm. how that goes. That's reasonable. So there's another thing we want Very to talk exciting. about. Mm-hmm. That was something that happened online. Yep. It gathered attention. Yep. And yeah, it was It was interesting and we have opinions. We have opinions. Um, so if any of you guys are on Instagram, and I think it kind of happened a bit on Rav, but it was mostly on the Instagram thread, I think. Yeah, it was on Instagram, um, Brooklyn Tweeds post. Yes, yeah, so there's a sweater pattern from, is it issue three of Lane magazine? Yes. And, well, you know how Kim Kardashian claimed she broke the internet with that picture of her butt? Yeah. I feel like this broke the knitting internet. Yes. So... Basically, if you missed it, this sweater pattern, it's called Hugger. Mm-hmm. Did I pronounce that right? I think so. Apologies if I didn't. And it's by a designer called Verena, is it Kos? Kos? I'm not sure. Sorry. Again, I am very, very sorry if I've butchered your name. And essentially, it's lovely sweater pattern. And the picture in question that apparently a lot of people had some bizarre issue with was on a woman basically reclining sitting chilling out and she had a very well i would say relaxed facial expression a very neutral expression neutral, yeah she didn't look angry she didn't look happy it was just a very neutral expression and its instagram exploded yeah like it's so it was odd bizarre. because when I saw the picture, I actually was quite intrigued. It's a very, it's a very like the picture. It stirs emotion. It, mm. You know, she looks very kind of contemplative, very kind of you know, like she's just walked up a really yeah. tall moor hill and is standing and is sitting on yeah. a bench at the top, like you know, and people yeah. just couldn't get their head around a woman. That wasn't smiling and looking like this was the best day of her life and you know like super thin and and 
I actually, when I saw it, I was like, oh my goodness, this picture is so striking and, like, actually is, like, something that might represent yeah. me on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I initially scrolled right past it. I was just kind of like, oh, it's a person wearing a sweater. Mm-hmm. Cool. But I didn't bat an eyelid. And then all of a sudden, everything was all over my Twitter feed. It was all over my social media, everywhere else. And I went back to it and I was just looking at it thinking, what is wrong with it? And there were people commenting on it saying that they weren't going to buy the pattern or knit the pattern because they couldn't see the sweater because of this woman's face. Yeah, like, the, the sweater, it's a, it's a stockinette sweater with a patterned border, and you can see it fine. There's plenty of other pictures on the Rav page. That too. But the amount of people who are like, she's scowling, why does she look so angry? Why should she should be smiling? Now, it is a pet peeve of mine when people tell women they should be smiling. Yeah. Because, just no, we are not decorative things to look pretty. Yeah, and I mean, the other thing is, she's actually gazing right at the camera. Yeah. And, I mean, to be honest, when I looked at all my gut reaction when I saw the comments was, oh, for goodness sake, I deal with the patriarchy mm-hmm. in my flipping thesis. I study images of women, mm-hmm. essentially, and it is full of the flipping male gaze and how everyone is tailored to appealing to a heterosexual white man's gaze. And I'm just like, why is it creeping into my knitting? Yeah. Why, why is it in- interfering with this? Yeah. And... I mean, some of the comments were so hateful. And, and transphobic to boot, which and, was not cool. Yeah. And the designer started getting hate mail. The designer ha- didn't even have any authority over the pictures. Like, I, I feel oh. like it was the dark side of the knitting community, because I love the knitting community, yeah. but this suddenly was like, oh, okay, so if I'm not some perfect, smiling you know, blonde supermodel. Yeah. Am I not acceptable? Should I not be taking pictures? Yeah. If, you know, if I want my designs to be pictured, am I going to have to worry about these people being nasty and thinking that it's acceptable yeah. to behave that way? Because that's not the knitting community that I know. Exactly. And I mean, the other thing, again, pulling out my academic hat, a lot of the stuff I deal with, so I look for images of fangirls. Mm-hmm. in mainstream comic books. So we're talking stuff that's aimed at, for want of a better phrase, the guys off Big Bang Theory. <laughs> or rather, they're from a company that thinks that only the guys off Big Bang Theory read comics. Yeah. And the easiest way to dehumanise someone is to deny them a reflection of themselves. Mm-hmm. And obviously mainstream comics do that. And seeing it kind of filter into the knitwear... Mm-hmm sphere of things was kind of strange but it's also quite eye-opening because you do look at patterns and then think who is this for yeah who are these patterns for mm-hmm. and the other thing that absolutely infuriates me if you get patterns of men mm-hmm. men's knitwear patterns how many of them are men who are you know they have neutral facial expressions or oh look they are actually actively frowning they're scowling yes. and it's ludicrous it's double standard of the worst degree it's double standards and I'm sorry but you do not need to look hyper masculine or hyper sexy in a cardigan no and it's the kind of photo that that I find works for me simply because I was like that's what I look like on a day to day basis that you know I have I I don't walk around smiling I walk around with a very neutral face in fact my neutral Mm. face can be downright terrifying. Like, I look angry 
on my neutral face. See, I call my face resting gormless face. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 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 I... Some people just look neutral, but I genuinely, yeah. like, if I have a neutral face going on, I look like I want to kill someone. Yeah, and... And do you know what? Like, seeing other people around with neutral faces and pictures and stuff, I'm like, yes, I like this. This actually appeals to me yeah. because that's what i am like and Mm -hmm. sometimes these perfectly posed smiling you know and i'm just like that doesn't reflect me and sometimes i'm like well i actually don't even know what that pattern would look like on me so if i can't see what that pattern is going to look like on me i just you know what's the point because it could look awful on someone my size and it's another thing people Mm -hmm. coming out and saying well actually pictures of plus size models yes. and or like people of colour yeah. don't get clicked on as much. And it's like, wow. Yeah. Are we that close obsessed with it having to be like this perfect white model with a big smile on their face for knitwear? I mean we knit it ourselves. Just the yeah. whole thing. It was bonkers, but it's it, also yeah. It was bonkers, but I think it's also quite thought-provoking. Because mm-hmm. it certainly got me thinking about how I take photos of my knitwear and certainly my relationship with things like selfies mm-hmm. and other things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's also annoyed me because it's pulled the patriarchy into my hobby. Yeah. Which I don't blimmin' like. I just... Um, <laughs> I was just so surprised that there was just so much vitriol because of women wasn't smiling smiling. yeah and i think the other thing is i mean i am super super glad that so many people were commenting being like you know to the people that were making you know yeah yeah basically tell them to wise up and get over yourself so the people that were saying you know to the hate to the haters for a better phrase back down reel your neck in yeah calm down it's a sweater grow up yeah yeah, definitely. It was it was yeah. nice to see. It was really nice to see the big waves of support that came through. Like that was what really kind of buoyed me up about the whole yes. thing. That was when I went. Actually, do you know what? The knitting community is pretty awesome, awesome, and I love yeah. you guys because, like, it just exploded in support, and it was incredible to yes. see that happen. But yeah, I do think it's gonna i hope open up a discussion about how we take images mm-hmm. and how we as a community represent ourselves yeah. perhaps and i know certainly there are lots of people in the dying community that tongue-in-cheek refer to flat lays and things mm-hmm. like that and obviously there have been some ruffled feathers over in that corner of the world mm-hmm. and i think it would certainly be interesting to see how things are taken going forward yeah because i mean humans do have this tendency to want everything to look perfectly manicured and everything yeah. and do you know what that's, that's it's, not interesting it's sometimes not interesting. so hopefully we can start to move yeah. forward to you know i mean i'm guilty of it in pictures where i'll be like oh that's an unflattering picture take it again or, or i don't yeah. let my smile in that picture and it's like do you know what actually like bring it on like yeah and if any of you guys know of any like publications or designers and stuff that mm-hmm. like use plus size models and things like that for their pages, let us know because yeah. I really want to find that. Yeah, you know? I mean, one thing I would say that obviously I'm a long time fan of Pom Pom Mag, mm-hmm. 
and they use a whole range of models so you've got women of color in there you've got male models in some issues you've got models who are not in the typical bracket of say 18 to 24 you know mm-hmm. you do have some older models as well there are models that have got freckles they've got ginger hair they've got gray hair mm-hmm. you know that some of them are six foot tall yeah you know it's fantastic and it is great seeing getting every issue and seeing different models of different body types and things like that well that's the great thing about knitting is it transcends that because you're knitting something and you can adjust it for yourself so it transcends everyone being this cookie cutter like you know like you get those um templates those drawing templates if you're doing fashion designs but knitting you can do you can do whatever you want. You can be yeah. as out there or as or as neutral as you want to be. Like it's amazing. So, like I'd love to see that more reflected, and I'd love to see people pushing back more yeah. against that. Oh, but like you know, you need to have a model that's like smaller than that, or you know, like no. Do you know what? Not like that. I'm hoping this is gonna do come an even further push because there are people out there that do it yeah. and there's super variety and it's great. I'm hoping this starts to push a little bit more into like the mm-hmm. mainstream side of yeah. knitting. So in the indie community, it's there's a lot of there tends to be a lot more variety yeah. than say for example your big name mm-hmm. like magazines where yeah. you get your free yarn with mm-hmm. it like the big you know the big magazines so i'm hoping that this will mm. start to like maybe push out that little bit of like knitting is for everyone yeah. regardless of size or status or anything like able-bodied yeah so or not like bring it on let us see more yeah. of them out there and i just hope this kind of wave of actually no we're gonna start yeah. having different stuff in fact continue. you know what if anyone out there is a menswear designer, I want to see all of your male patterns flipping smiling. <laughs> I want to see those dudes made up as if they are going, at the very least, to a very nice lunch meeting. <laughs> I am, you know, like, it gets a bit boring seeing models dolled up. Mm. And I think, realistically, looking going back to that hugger sweater... Who is realistically going to be wearing a jumper like that and wearing, you know, a face full of makeup, have manicured nails, the lot? And I mean, if you are going to be in an outdoor setting like that, why would you? Like, I am one of the world's biggest divas. I hold my hands up to that. (laughs) You know, when we were in Thurso, I was wearing walking boots. I wasn't prancing around with my nails done. (laughs) I was like, you know, I was on beaches. I was climbing up hills. Yeah. Yes, I had some mascara on because I was taking selfies, but that was my decision. But then, like, you've got <laughs> you know? someone like me, where I literally live in jeans and a t-shirt. I've got. Yeah. I'm. I was bald three weeks ago. Yeah. You know. Like that is. I don't wear makeup, mm. and sometimes it's nice to see that reflected. Yeah. Like real people, and not yeah. just this. Well, that, and I don't want it to look as though it is designed to ultimately lead to me appealing to a guy when I wear yes, it. Yes, that's, act- that's actually it. Because I was just thinking to myself yeah. there, I was like, actually, no, like, some some knitwears take amazing photos like that. But that's exactly yeah. it. It's not... I Yeah. I don't want to look at it going, this picture was taken for men. Yeah. Or this picture is designed to make me appeal to men. Yeah. So... You know, it's, it's 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 an interesting discussion, discussion that the knitting community seems to be starting to yeah. have 
And this is probably a lot heavier than a lot yes. of our previous <laughs> episodes, but I think it was something that really both of us kind of feel very strongly about. Yeah, because I was like, oh, look, it's a model like me. Oh my mm. God, everyone's being really nasty. So, you know, but yeah. Um, I think for us going forward, certainly for this episode, you are going to see our resting whatever faces. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, I think it might potentially change how we start photographing our knits and stuff because Pip and I love nothing more than to go out and take pictures of us modelling our knitwear. Yeah. It's but, a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> we get some strange looks we in the do. park. We <laughs> do. And I think it's going to certainly make us think about our relationship with that and how we go about doing it, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any thoughts, do let us know. <laughs> yeah. Um, as Pip said, we didn't mean to get perhaps as heavy and ranty as we did (laughs) but yeah normal services will resume (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah so i think we've pretty much covered everything we want to talk about today yeah definitely Um, looking at the time we're on like what 50 minutes now yeah (laughs) um remember to join in with the buds cal hashtag buds cal come join us yeah twitter instagram rav we have amazing prizes Mm mm-hmm and you can only get the prizes if you join in. So yep. get yourself there. We mm-hmm. will see you at various events. Yep. So I will definitely be at Queen of Pearls on the 9th and hopefully Pip will be there too. Fingers crossed. Otherwise, we will speak to you guys again in December. Where we will be getting festive. We'll be getting festive and it will be our final podcast of 2017. And episode 20 all in one. Nice and round. Yep. But yeah, can you believe that we're at the end of the year now? I know. It's mad. Anyway, we'll see you guys then. Thank you for listening to us today. There are a couple of places you can find us online. You can find us at Twitter as at Tipsy Knits. You can find us at the blog, along with the show notes, at tipsyknitspodcast.wordpress.com. We're also on Ravelry as the Tipsy Knits podcast group. And a shout out for the music comes from a wonderful place called Duke Deck, where they do free music for podcasters. So if you're in that kind of line and want to have a look for it, Duke Deck is the best place to find it. Thanks very much for listening.